Hi there, I'm Pamela Nga and I'm joined by seasoned and multi-award winning entrepreneur Leslie Bongadjum to present to you the Before You Startup series right here on the Mindful Entrepreneur Podcast. Every year, millions of Africans are trying to start a business. Just in 2021, Dev, the Tony Elumilu Foundation received applications from over 400,000 Africans seeking seed investments of 5,000 US dollars. The sad truth is that many of these ideas will never get off the ground. And from the few that will get off the ground, the majority will Field. That's a lot of time, money, and energy wasted, Leslie. But we've joined our resources to bring to young Africans who want to venture into entrepreneurship a step-by-step guide to set them up to make better business decisions. That's right, Pamela. We've got six episodes, six weeks of in-depth knowledge to help you early-stage entrepreneurs and investors to start your business on the right foundation. Join us as we tackle your everyday entrepreneurship issues with the Before You Start Up series. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, guys. Hello and hello. Happy New Week. Thank you for tuning in to this uh, second episode of the Before You Start Up series. I'm always accompanied by my entrepreneur, <laughs> seasoned entrepreneur, multi-award winner. Please, let me take this time to list out all his awards because oh it is what it is. It's <laughs> some homework. Okay, so his first award was the next gen in in franchising a global competition he won that in 2017 in the u.s and uh, the other one was african youth energy innovator of the year 2019 that was for bonga power bike okay (laughs) finalist at the sustainability exchange youth innovation challenge by the international monetary corporation ifc in 2019, runner-up innovator of the year award by the Aid and International Development Forum 2019, the third prize at the Nigerian Energy Forum in 2019, the Obama Leader Africa 2019, oh Tony Alumelu. Thank you, God. Let me just say it. Tef. <laughs> Tef entrepreneur he has received the five thousand dollar um seed funding so he knows what he's talking about he's a finalist at the 2018 african entrepreneurship award the alumni of the clinton global initiative university in 2022 he received a scholarship to study um Masters in Science and Entrepreneurship. That is the Chevening. Yeah, that's Chevening Scholar. Chevening uh, Scholar at the UCL yeah, School University of Management College, of London. Yeah. Oh gosh! Then he has a bachelor's in biochemistry from the University of Boya. Yeah. <sighs> okay, gosh. <laughs> okay, this is a lot. Is, so when I am when when I'm when I'm having such a co-host or such a uh, guest on the show, it is a heavy guest. It's not just someone I've picked from the ground. It's not just any kind of entrepreneur. This is someone who has won awards. That means his his businesses, his innovation, his ideas have been recognized internationally as worth it. So please welcome Leslie. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much you. for being here again for another episode. Last episode, I hope um, everybody tuned in. It was heavy. We had a lot of fun. We kind of discouraged everybody who wanted, to, <laughs> who wanted to have, who wanted to start. Like, you know what it is, what it is. I'm giving up. But, but that, that's not the goal of this podcast, exactly. actually. That's not the goal. We're yeah. just trying to help you really make the idea worth it not make it a waste of time because time is something that as an entrepreneur you value a lot and once it's gone it's gone and you can't get it back and you do not want to regret with this new remote lifestyle you now have time to do what you like and when you want listenable gives you access to a wide range of bite-sized audio courses you can learn at your own pace anything you want and anywhere you may be 
Start learning a new skill. Now, that's clicking the link in the description and get a 7-day trial, then pay $7.50 a month. You can cancel at any time. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you're doing you. well? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, you're yeah, doing you. well. Always doing well. With all those awards, you should always be doing well. <laughs> no, no. You know, that's something. Uh, your real reward in entrepreneurship comes from your client. Yes. Those are the people who actually pay and reward you. you okay. Know? That is the real award. That is that is what I call the real. The rest can just be vanity metrics or P for PR. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of people make this mistake chasing all these vanity metrics mm-hmm. out there and not concentrating on what on solving their real customer points. Now, if a customer gives you 1,000 francs CFA or 1,000, th- mm. that is the customer's appreciation that thank you very much for giving me, for solving my problem. Yes. So, the real entrepreneurs, you know, when we are talking about real entrepreneurs, it's about the cash. It's about know, that creating cash. Creating the unicorns. <laughs> you know, it's the about getting those solar. coins. So, that is, that is where, you know. We love, we love to see that. We love yeah, to see the coins. Yeah. We like, we love money here. So, today's topic is, you've just even gone into it, customers. We're going to talk about who you're targeting. When you have a business idea, who is your target audience who are you targeting when you're listening who's who for example when i started my podcast um i was targeting people in my generation who because when i started i wanted to motivate people to invest to start a business and not just think like you know when i'm coming to africa i should just like africans in the diaspora africans in the community to also think about investing so that was my target audience now it switched a little bit when i made it into a show and it was i wanted to get entrepreneurs i wanted to get entrepreneurs i wanted to get um, entrepreneurs to listen to this. That's I wanted good. to get investors possibly to listen to this to be like, okay, there's a Cameroonian or there's a Togolese, there's a uh, there's an American woman who's from Cameroon who has a business in the US and he has it does that or there's you know just to know that okay we are doing things. Oh wow! And just so, to add on that, just Pamela, congratulations! I want to congratulate you. You know, oh, Cameroon you. is a country. I just read about you and your podcast is the third. Yeah, it's the third. The third most listened to podcast in Cameroon. Yes. And look at in your business. age and Cameroon again. You know, Cameroon, 80% <sighs> of Cameroon is francophone and your podcast is entirely in English. No, it's both. You have both English and French, yeah. but the majority, the majority is, is in English. English. And I'm sorry. to be able to have more than 400, <laughs> almost 500,000, I'm mm. sure it should be more than, because last time I checked, it was about 500,000 listeners. Yeah. And you started just this year, just right? Started. 2022. Oh my God. I started um, two three years ago but it wasn't i didn't make it into a show until last year until 2021 last year i didn't make it into a show before that it was i wasn't very consistent i was like oh this is just a project i'm just gonna do it so this is a perfect example of it of a of a business that has done its targeting right and to be honest (laughs) and to be honest i've done the targeting right right, and to be honest most of the money that i make is not even from the podcast i'm just gonna put it offline like that but because of this podcast i've been able to get money because of this part i don't know how to explain it but yeah. this has been the pivot point yeah. like for example uh maybe uh the business you started yeah like i don't know how to explain it but it was the pivot point i was like i do this so people were able to discover my talent as a speaker as a journalist as a freelance journalist as a presenter from this, this podcast, podcast yeah. and that's why i keep on doing it because i need to make people understand that this is where the talent is coming from oh my god and that's how i just get so my we're going to use this podcast <laughs> as a case study you know you will turn the table and you will become the the guest no <laughs> No, I will not. Tell us how you did this, you know. I'm a hustler, guys. I'm a hustler. It is what it is. Okay, so when you're trying to pick your target audience, 
what are the things that you should keep in mind? Uh, I would like to answer a different question or comment on a different thing. Yeah. Maybe he's going to answer this question more clearly. You know, uh, most people, when I talk to them, especially people who are mostly into products, some type of product businesses mm. or tech businesses, they always tell me they're targeting everyone. Mm, you can't. <laughs> you know, my target is everyone. Everyone can use it. I, I, I used to say that too, you know, but when you're targeting, when we talk of targeting, we're talking of that customer segment that has the highest pain point. Uh -huh. The customer segment that will be able to forgive you for your for for all the mistakes that you're going to make at the mm. very beginning of your business. You know, when you're starting, you don't even have the capital to invest so much even in branding, to invest so much in... I remember when I started, <laughs> you know, Bonga Juice, for mm. example. I had just a table, you know, in front of, of me. And at the time when we used to choose... It will the 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 machines were not very good. The quality of the juices were not very good. But yep. because we did our targeting very well, the customers could permit us. They could forgive us. They could not see. They could look yeah. beyond all mm. the mistakes that was in that we were we were committing. And you can see that is why even when it comes to computers, you always see new versions. Microsoft this, Microsoft yeah. that. Apple keeps on removing. Once you do your targeting very well, your the your target customers are those who are feeling the highest pain so even mm. if everyone can use your product you know mm. but you're looking for that segment that has the highest pain point that no matter what you talk you say to them some of them will even give you money ahead of time yeah. like i said there are customers that business models that customers are the ones actually uh, financing the whole idea because their pain point is really so much mm. they are willing to even they will not look at all, they will look past all the weaknesses mm -hmm. in your businesses. So look at that particular target segment. That mm -hmm. is what we call target customers. When you do your targeting, mm -hmm. really very right, yeah. For example, um, I, I know we talked a little bit about it um, in the first episode where we talked about where you can have an idea and there's the market, but the market is not ready. Where the customer is not like you know that this is the problem for them. For example, uh, the taxi business. Like we could really, I really love. I know there's a new app that is kind of popular. I won't use. I won't say their name because they're not paying for advertising here. <laughs> but for me, when I try to use the application, I kind of find it frustrating because based of how Yaounde is built up, of how Cameroon and neighborhoods are built up. Um, it's not easy to find locations. So in certain places, they'll have to go deeper and this, there, there are no names, you know, but with our taxi men and our motorbikes, they will understand, yeah, I'm going to this neighborhood and that rather than having an app. I don't know if you understand, but the yeah. market may not be ready for what you want, but actually having a, a taxi that picks us up directly from home, a lot of people would like that. Exactly. But then sometimes it's frustrating because I live somewhere where I can't tell them, even when I try to do the, loc the, the relocation, like my where I'm based doesn't even have a name. So how will the taxi even come and pick me up? So I have to actually just, you know, go back to the normal transport, even though I would like to use that app. So what is, um, that's just an example, but what if you find yourself in that place where you're, you're, you have the customer, you know who your customer is, but maybe they're not ready or um, the context, the environment specifically isn't built up to support what you have. 
Yeah, we are going to go into all of that later. Uh, okay. Later on in the post. Sorry, I was ahead. We, of time. Answer, we are really ahead of time. We're going to answer that question. Yeah. But I get your point. I really get your point. Now, if I'm in that situation, let's just take the, the, the case of the taxi yeah. business. You know, there are some landmarks that are really very clear. For example, maybe some hotels, some supermarkets, yes, yeah, those work. hospitals, and, and things like that. So you have to go narrow down. You know that, okay. The average Cameroonian cannot, the houses are not mapped. We don't yeah. have addresses, right? So target people who are living in places that are really well mapped. Mm. Or maybe tourists, you know. Yeah. Maybe you can target tourists who are coming. And maybe when they come in, they'll just go to hotels. Mm-hmm. Hotels, maybe they are very well, you know, uh, mapped on Google Map. Mm-hmm. Or if they have to go shopping, they'll go to supermarkets. They'll go to, mm. to places that is really very clear. You can go, but like you said, there are times that the market is not, not just ready. And it's very, we have cases, we have case studies of businesses that along the way we're going to say, people who came into the market early, that's why at one point in time to also succeed in Antropodes timing there is this issue of timing oh yeah you know and if you don't go through this podcast if you go through this podcast and you follow the advice that we're going to give Mm -hmm. you avoid all of these impending disaster these fatal flaws and one of it is launching a market that is not really ready Mm -hmm. but if you do your targeting very well you're going to Mm -hmm. identify you'll be able to to say that okay although my target market is there i have some people you will know how big they are. Mm. That will also help you to know the type of business you're going to launch mm-hmm. into. Because the size of that market, of that target market matters. If you do the targeting, for example, in the city of Yaoundé and you find just few people, mm. based on your own missions, your own aspiration, you'll say that, no, this business, the target, my target market is not big enough. Mm-hmm. You know, And also, you're looking for a target market that has the highest pain point. Not necessarily because you will remain only with them. You are starting with them and you are going to move to other segments in that market. For example, I was talking with, uh, I had a conversation with the country director of of Fluta Waves. Mm -hmm. Is this fintech in Nigeria? You know, Fluta Waves started with Fluta Waves 1.0. They identified just one, they target market. They had just one product at Mm. the time when they were starting it. One product addressing the highest pain point at the time. But right now, they are into Fluta Waves 3.0. You know, they are even, I went to their website i saw that you could even buy using uh, uh their their platform and pay later mm. yeah so they are almost getting into offering credit card almost something similar like offering credit card services to african but that is not what they started with yeah so when you have this target market segment it's the people that you could start with and later on you know moved scale and introduce other products and bring in more people to grow you know to scale that is when you start talking about scaling up you know your business and, and i think um one of the things i want to talk on is like in terms of picking customers you need to look at you need to go a little bit deeper look at the the, the demographic like exactly. the age group the feet the the gender and according to the age group and the gender you'll be able to estimate the average amount that you know this person can pay or this person cannot pay or this person can afford and for example some people make if they make if someone wants to launch into a business of i don't know creating a a daycare center or something like that and they're like you know what our our target audience is the kids no your target audience is the parent (laughs) you have to (laughs) it's not the kids yeah you're gonna make the product the product like you can find yourself in a situation where the product can be for 
someone, but the target audience is somebody else. Exactly. The person who's, going to, who's going to be paying is the And parent. then you also have the reverse. Yeah. You can have, like you said, you can have a product that is destined even for the parents. Yeah. But the kids are the target audience because the kids will influence their parents yeah. to buy. But then you the, know? eventually you need to, there's certain, even though like, for example, if you have the daycare center, you would have okay, a lot of playful things to attract the child. Like, yeah, this is, this is for kids and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But then when the, the child will be like, mommy, I want to go, I want to go. But exactly. then when the parent comes, you need to put other things in pressure. Like you need to make sure the parents have, maybe they want to know about the security, the charges, because they know other daycare centers, you're probably not the only one. So you need to be able to like, you know set the pricing correctly yeah, yeah. like so many other um uh how can i say parameters yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. <laughs> that come into play so when you have such a um a situation where it's more than one target audience like for example because now it's two the kids and the parent for example because the parent is paying the kid is influencing and let me tell you, so in that in this situation, yeah. I will target the kids. Yeah. Because if the kids don't influence, the parents will not even pay. Uh-huh. You get the point. So I'll try to make my product to, ple- to be pleasant to the kids because I know that the kids will force the parents to pay. My target is the, those kids uh-huh. because they are the ones who are going to make me to have money. They are not the ones paying, but they are the ones that will cause their parents to pay. That's why in supermarkets, <laughs> I heard that they always put the toys at the length uh, of the they, child. Thank you So they can just much. easily pick up that doll yeah, and, and embarrass, up embarrass and they'll the, cry, the mom. They will cry, the mom, they will <laughs> be embarrass. like, I'm leaving this thing and the mom is going to pay. And yeah. you have to make... It's attractive to the kids, mm-hmm. you know. You will not put colors. The colors you're going to use, the type of characters you're going to use should be something that is appealing to the kids mm-hmm. and not the parents. Because the parents will walk past that thing without even looking at it. But the kid will be the one that will pull the parents' attention that, look, this is what I want. You have to give me this thing, yeah. you know. And I really like uh, uh, what you said because uh, you always hear most entrepreneurs and they are pitching and when they are talking about their business, they always speak about themselves. You always hear them saying uh we provide our mm-hmm. new product is with our new technology mm-hmm. it is all about but all this is all about serving customers needs it's not about you you yeah. know it's not about you it's really about serving the customer so f- forget about yourself keep your passion away for example if i'm buying if i want to buy if i'm hungry and i want to buy food to eat Mm -hmm. for example i want to go to someone who has passion for cooking i won't even know if you have passion for cooking or not i'll go to someone that cooks very well and cooks the type of food that i like Mm -hmm. that would be what would inform my choice Mm -hmm. you know so no matter your passion no matter whatever your there is a place for passion but what i want to stress here is that when it comes to business to starting focus on the customer yeah forget about you forget about every other thing about you and focus on the customer so, it's all about customers all about customers. so what um under customer development how do you for example um sometimes in your head you have the customer right you'd be like yeah this is gonna fit them i know what they like and then you test the product and it doesn't <laughs> and it's, it doesn't give what it's supposed to give <laughs> in what I would in my language as in like the you have to now change the customer you have to now adjust so how um, how can someone really you know after trials for example I may think this t-shirt is going to look really great for men like Leslie who like polo shirts and blah 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 I realized maybe men like Leslie don't even want polo shirts they're just wearing it like that yeah. but it's actually older men for example in their 60s that really like the polo shirt 
how do I readjust that? How do I um, fit into that now? I've, I've paid, I've already invested so much into making sure that <laughs> men like Leslie buy the polo shirt. Thank you very much. And what we are trying to do in this podcast is to avoid you to even arrive to that stage yes. of investing but some and people paying can be so like, yeah, much. I trust you know, my customer. I know they're going to buy. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. Many people would do that, but you know, now when you're about to start a business, right? Mm-hmm. There are two things that happen. There are yeah. some things that you know that you don't know. Okay. Yeah, this is exactly okay. what I just said, right? You, you know. There are some things that you know that you don't know. No, yeah. And then there are some things that you don't know that you don't know. Uh, okay. And that is the key. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's all about innovation. Mm-hmm. It's all about starting something very new in the market yeah. that would like be like, oh, this is it. And then you fly, you know, you just mm-hmm. fly over mm-hmm. it. For you to be able to discover what you don't know that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You need a customer that would tell you what you don't know to even ask him. Mm. Yeah. Because if the customer knew the customer would definitely would have told some competitors or even start up the business. Let me tell you, some of these customers are also the ones who want to start the business. Yeah. So if they know, yeah. if they know some of those things that yeah. you don't know, that yeah. you don't know, they will start it. Yeah. So when it comes to customer conversations and customer development, you're trying to get that customer to tell you what you don't know to ask him. Mm-hmm. And for you to discover what you don't know that you, you don't, don't know. know. Now, let us go. Let me answer your first question, yes. which is what you don't know, what you know that you don't, don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you, you, you know that you don't know the number of, 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 of customers and things like that. Those are some of the things. Now, some of the, one of the things that makes us, that makes us to have to ask this question is because uh, we don't know whether there are, there are even enough customers that will buy what our product is. Mm-hmm. That is, those are things that we know that we don't know. And how can you do that? You can answer those questions by looking for secondary data. Mm-hmm. You know, secondary data is like trade magazines. Some people you go and Google. Mm-hmm. For example, if you've done your targeting, you're like, okay, I'm targeting children between the ages of zero to five years old. You now go and check if it's a Cameroon. If you want to start in the Cameroonian market, you, do all you, can, tag, you can Google and find out how many you know, children are within this age group, within this age bracket. Maybe the National Institute of Statistics have all those figures. Mm. You, you might also go maybe Ministry of Public Health. I don't know. You go to sources. I want to stress on tangible sources because most people just sit in their rooms and estimate. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about that. You know? Because there's and, a problem of data sometimes. It's not everything you can find on Google about Africa or about Cameroon. Yeah, yeah. So there's that form of data. And some people will be like, I don't really want to stress myself. But it is vital to stress it yourself. It's really very vital. Because you're saving money too. Because you don't want to lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is your idea. Or lie to customers that you know. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't it know. Your, it is your idea. So by the time you tell a lie and write a memo to yourself that the data is all flawed, automatically you'll be wasting your time. Yeah. So you have to be truthful. Remember, at the end of this series, we want you to write a memo to yourself. So mm. we are starting with your target customer. We want to do the micro market analysis. You know. So many people also, what they know that they don't know is whether they will pay, whether the customers are going to pay for the pay for the product yeah. or the solution at the price that they want that to do. How will you do that? You can know that only by going to those target customers and talking to mm. them. 
that is how you know you can do all of that and then you also don't know whether you're you've designed your goods or services in a way that is actually pleasing to that target customer yes. you don't know at times you sit in your room i like these colors i like this brand i want to put this here i want mm. to put that there but it might not be what those customers they want yeah so you have to go always adjusting and talk to them and you have to adjust now it's good to talk to them like i said most of us don't even have the money to to try many of these things and let it find out we test and pick it up in the market we want to do this before we even launch before we start up you know so it is good to these customers they are free they're there they are willing waiting for you to talk to them they're willing to give you these ideas for mm. free you know so you can do that and then you don't also know like you said which target market is the most promising mm. you don't even know how to go about it you know so these there are techniques you know you know fully well that okay this is what i'm doing but i don't know which target market which market segment mm. is should i take consider as my target market which one is more promising you know that you don't know all of these things you know so there are ways there are techniques that we can go through it we can do that and i know we cannot cover all of all of this here. yeah we... that is why you know i told you about the bonga consulting.com uh -huh. that if someone wants we want to one service yes. on how to go about this a person can just google or type bonga consulting.com mm -hmm. my my whatsapp is there and my my email address you know we can do one-on-one -on, -one on your Mm -hmm. on your 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 business a customer item. yeah, yeah. Um, so that yeah. is the first part of it what you know that you don't know mm -hmm. only the customers will tell you that and then what the <laughs> what you don't know that you don't know what's yeah. that one about this one you really like i said most of these questions you can pick it up through secondary data you can even do traction testing for mm -hmm. example like the target customers that you want the more you can do a little caveat of your product do a landing page and just share it and see people who, the number of people who subscribe those who say you can do a lot of things to answer that first mm. question using secondary data and also going out to the field but this one there is this technique that we call customer conversation mm. it is a long conversation you have to talk with a lot of people yeah, and get into the problem space and let them tell you you don't know where to get that one it is not available anywhere because this is where innovation lies this is the sweet spot of innovation mm. your customer does not even know that he or she is for example who told steve jobs to start an iphone nobody it was out of the conversation he realized that, okay, this is what I have to do. Mm -hmm. There is this problem. These people don't even know how to go about it. Mm. They, at times, they don't even know that they have a problem. Yep. But it's the way you're talking with them that you're going to pick. That's the sweet spot of innovation. So we have this thing we call customer development and or customer conversations. And there are two broad questions. We, we will divide them into two. This is a whole technique. I can't cover all of this mm -hmm. in one, you know, episode. So like I said, you know you can direct your you guys listeners can... to come but the two broad questions that yeah. you're going to ask when you're going out you will have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with your target customer and the first question forget about your idea P many people make mistakes mm -hmm. you know uh, uh i want to really this is a very important point that i would like to to say when you're talking with your customers first avoid showing them enthusiasm about your 
product your mm. product it's not about your product yet so you're not uh, telling them about your product you're asking about their needs so focus on their needs and no, don't make them know about the product uh, this is the second question that you can show them or tell them a bit about your product and ask them Mm-hmm. You can now ask them what they think about it. Remember, it's all about them. Let them talk. Mm. Get them to talk. Make them talk. Even this for one hour, get them talk. Yeah. yeah. And you can record it. Even. Okay, so before we go in and we close the episode, um, what are the four crucial questions you must ask before we move to the next episode in regards to this whole episode? We've been talking about how to pick your target audience because those are the people who will actually grow your business. If you don't have a target audience, if you don't have a customer, yeah. a realistic customer, I repeat, your business will stay stagnant and you feel frustrated because your idea is only powerful when there is someone or there are people who benefit from it. So when in regards to that, you have to do the research. Save your time, save money, do the research. There are things that you know, but you don't know. And there are things that you don't know that you don't know. Yeah. And that's what I have gotten. But there are f- certain questions when you're going to have. And the most important way that you can find out <laughs> that you have, you need customers. The most important way that you can find out yeah, you, that you've got customers is by having customer, co- customer con- conversation. So always, always seek to have customer conversations. And what are the four cru- uh, crucial questions that we okay, need to go? Okay, so before we move to the next step, yeah, and this is like the homework. With this new remote lifestyle, you now have time to do what you like and when you want. Listenable gives you access to a wide range of bite-sized audio courses you can learn at your own pace, anything you want and anywhere you may be. Start learning a new skill now that's clicking the link in the description and get a seven-day trial, then pay $7.50 a month. You can cancel at any time. Yeah, this is the homework, guys. <laughs> yeah, so this is the homework. Be a good student, do so your homework. The first thing is to find out, is there a target market segment in which I can enter and offer clear, compelling benefits, you know, at a price that the customers are willing to pay? So mm. get that very clear. Whatever idea you have, make sure you answer these questions. Do you have, have you identified, do, do there exist a clear target market segment? Mm. One. Second, answer this question. Are these, are your benefits mm-hmm. for your solution? Are they better, faster, cheaper, mm. or whatever in the customer's mind? Not mm. your mind, yeah. please. I want to, is in the customer's mind mm-hmm. than what they are current, what is currently in the market. Yeah. And I want to say something here. Uh, if actually something is a pain point to a customer, right? The customer is actually, there are solutions that he or she is, is using. Mm-hmm. They are trying to solve that problem in one way or the other. Yes. It might be the most rudimentary way, but you will see them putting effort like i spoke about the levels the pig the, the lip balm even when business. you told me about my skincare thing i was already using something exactly, else exactly you are using things and then you just propose another exactly. thing exactly so make sure you 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 see because those are things that will tell you that to differentiate whether it is a headache or a migraine you want to know if it is a problem that a customer is willing to pay for or just something that they can they keep can, aside yeah. and like this is nothing to me so make sure you're able to answer that question the third one is make sure you do your 
homework and find out how large this customer segment is. Now, the customer segment can be small, it can be big, it can be really very huge, but the customer size will help you mm -hmm. uh, know what to do, especially if you're seeking for funding. For example, most venture capitalists would like to invest in businesses that is at least a billion US dollars. They don't want just tiny type of businesses. Wow. So if you're spending your time doing pitching and sending to venture capitalists that your market size is maybe 100,000 US dollars, I'm sorry. They won't pick it. They're interested in the, because the they know. Baby. Yeah, they know that they <laughs> cannot have all. If they cannot capture everything, they want to make. They they can estimate. Okay, if I have just ten percent of this market, is enough for me to 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 multiply my investment by. 10, you know, mm. within an average period of 10 years. But you can still find out that this target market is not up to a million US dollars, it's not up to a billion US dollars, mm. and it's okay for you. There are people who want to do just lifestyle businesses. They mm. don't want to, you know, be the Facebooks, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the WhatsApps. They don't really want to be that huge or big. Yeah. Like these other uh, businesses. They just want something You don't need small. to be. Uh, yeah, you don't need to be. Like I said, it, it depends on your missions, your, your aspirations. Ambition your yes. ambitions your vision in life and the rest and then the fourth so the size would tell you the size of this target market will, will help you know the type of investments you're going to see so the fourth and the last will be like can our entry in this segment facilitate entry in other segments that we might wish to target uh -huh. like i said yeah. you always have people saying that okay everybody is my target customer but you want to highlight that particular target that will help you move you know and order to offer other products or get into new markets so you ask yourself that question and if you answer all of these questions come next week <laughs> <laughs> he's concluding for me so that's it guys for this week's episode of before you start up series that we've started my me myself my myself and leslie yeah. and um this is for entrepreneurs investors engineers consultants anybody that feels like they have an idea to start something and they just need you know they want to start right they've failed a couple of times you know and they want to start right this time this is definitely the series uh don't forget to share this series this episode to a friend if this helped you just share, copy the link on any platform that you're listening to. Follow us on Instagram, the Mindful Entrepreneur Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Pamela Nga underscore Pamela. You can follow Leslie as well. Yeah, you can. Oh, I have a landing page. Oh, yeah, you the can check out his Bonga Consulting. Bonga Consulting. I've got everything, about, everything about him. I'm going to put all his details in the description. Yeah. So, see you guys in the next episode. Bye. 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 See you next week. Hey listener, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our content. I always appreciate that. And also, don't forget to let us know what you think of this episode or any difficulty you're facing as an African entrepreneur. I would love to hear about it. Also, help us grow this content. Help us grow this channel by sharing with a friend or a family. That would be very much appreciated. You can follow us on Mindful Entrepreneur Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can follow me, Pamela Nga, that is Nga underscore Pamela on Instagram. Until then, see you in the next episode.